Hello, and welcome to another episode of Philosophical Bones. I'm Nick. I'm Keith. And uh, this week we are on question 34. That's awesome. Every time. That's awesome. That's what I always say. <laughs> we can't well, believe we're that well, high. well, Philosophical Bones became a big staple of the channel. Yeah. It's our one separate show that's stuck. Yeah. Well, that and Roof is the villain. Yeah. Like, the big, <laughs> big thing is, like, uh, Nerdy Bones as a, as a show yeah. for a long time was very unique. Yeah, we have different schedules now. Like it's been on hiatus. <laughs> so yeah, so what I look at is like everything we put out is under the Nerdy Bones umbrella. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all see there. The way I see it, it's like Nerdy Bones, Philosophical Bones. It's Nerdy Bones, Rufus the Villain, Nerdy Bones, whatever we do. You know, yeah, yeah. and I uh, growing up Star Wars was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So check that That's show. That's a fun one. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, this week uh, question today is uh, shut down for a second. Uh, <laughs> And this was uh, suggested, suggested, so suggested by my new lady, <laughs> my new lady Tanya. Yeah, nice. And uh, this actually kind of rolled out of a Harry Potter question because she's a big Harry Potter fan. Nice. But the question is, uh, what happens after we die? Oh man, that's a big one. Like that, that puts my brain in so many directions. Because uh, uh, well, here's the thing: is I'm afraid to die. Who isn't afraid to die? And I smoke cigarettes, which is not good. I was a smoker for a long time, too. You know, and I try to vape. We're both drinkers. I mean, mean, honestly, what's not going to fucking kill you nowadays? Going outside will kill you. (laughs) Everything fucking kills you, man. (laughs) And it's one of those things, too, is like, oh, well, you could go get hit by a bus tomorrow. Right, right. You know, it's just shit happens. Well, I've had, you know, this is off topic, but I've had situations where I should have died, and I survived. So, but uh, to me, I'm a... About uh, 11 years, 12 years now, a practicing Buddhist. I live next to a temple. And uh, Buddhism has a really interesting concept of what happens when you die. I grew up a, um, a Baptist, which is really interesting. You know, the, like, baptism is all fire and brimstone. And, and it's awesome to think that, like, okay, so when your physical body dies, your essence, your soul, whatever you want to call it, goes somewhere. That's great to think about. Hmm. But I don't know if I... Really you don't believe in reincarnation is what you're saying? Well, I don't know if I believe in the afterlife anymore. Okay. Why Any, is that? I don't Why know. Why anymore? Because uh, I used to be, like, I used to, like when it comes to Buddhism, I used to be really big about it. Mm-hmm. Lately, I just don't have that same, like, thought anymore. Kind of, like, uh, anymore when I think about it. When I think about death, it's like the light's going out. Hmm. You know, and that's kind of sad because I would like to think about my dad hanging out with Robin Williams telling dad jokes. We yeah. talked about that. Yeah. You know, and that's ideal. That's that's an awesome thought. But I honestly think religion was something that humans came up with to explain death, to ex- to not be as afraid of dying. No, no, I totally agree with that. That's kind of where my mind goes with it. You know, like Buddhism really spoke to me because you know, it, you know, I still practice a lot of Buddha, Buddhist. Like, where am I going with? It? I still practice a lot of Buddhist like traditions and mm-hmm. and beliefs and like meditation and stuff like that. But I just don't really, I I would really like to think that there was something after this. Well, I mean, you mentioned like, you know, uh, maybe it's just a creation to make us more at ease. I mean, imagine if we all knew that when we died, I mean, of we course. We just blinked you, out. You would, yeah, I mean, which is what a lot of people believe anyway. But the, that kind of fact is, is it, it freaks people out because then it means like, oh, well, what was, what was the point of all this? Right or and like why do, why do I need to be good a good person or right. that you know that kind of thing. Well, I like I like that you said that because that paints the image in my head. Do you remember um, Bill and Ted's bogus journey? Mm-hmm. And then they go to heaven, 
And uh, uh, what's the angel that stands at, in the, that stands in the front of the oh, gates? I don't know, but he asks Joseph. like, "What's the meaning of life?" And they're like, and he like gives this like, does it, and he gives a motley crew, no, a poison. Yeah. He, uh, every, every cowboy has a sad, sad song, but every, every rose has its thorn. Mm-hmm. And and then he lets them in. Yeah. Like okay, so well, how is that the meaning to life? Like uh, I think oh, I get. I mean, I really, I think, I think, I like when it comes to meaning of life, it's really more about. That's a different show. The meaning of life is a different show. Oh, I'll have to write that one down. Yeah, the meaning of life is a different okay, show. Okay, I'm going to write that one down. <laughs> so what I'm what I'm getting at is okay, so I really do think that the afterlife is afterlife is a <laughs> is a construct. It's just something to help us kind of deal. Oh, you, totally. Well, think about like uh, uh most recently one of my favorite people on TV mo- passed away, uh, Grant Imahara. Oh, yeah. That was kind of a shock, actually. Uh, he he's had like a 47, bra- 49, 49. 49. Yeah. He had a brain aneurysm. A, yeah. And he, the, the article that I read that was actually from uh, Adam Savage, uh, It's I'll, I'll post a link to it because it's on a thing that he has now called mm-hmm. Test. But um, he basically, there was nothing wrong with Grant. There mm-hmm. was just nothing wrong. He seemed like the nicest guy, too. Dude, man. everybody said he was awesome. Yeah. Everybody, you just, like, you just watch him on like on Mythbusters or uh, White Rabbit Project. Dude, White Rabbit Project. It's like he just always seemed like the coolest, like just the nicest guy. He used to work for like uh, Industrial Light and Magic. Him, that's how he met Adam Savage. Didn't he work on the, the Matrix? Too? He worked on the Matrix. He worked on Star Wars. Yeah. Um, dude, a bunch of movies that we love, Grant Imahara and Adam Savage, you know, did a lot of the work on it. Yeah, I think we talked about that after, like, it's like that that thought of, like, oh, well, you know, if there's a heaven, like, he, he's there, like, making some shit, some cool he's shit. Hanging, he's hanging it out. It puts our mind at ease, because if we're just like, oh, well, he went to nothingness, like, right. well, that's where we're all going. It just would well, make, it kind of, our, our world would be more depressing, it's yeah. Re- you know, and, uh. <laughs> And I hate to, I didn't think that I was going to go on this path mm-hmm. like when we came up with this. But it's a great I, thing about the show, man. But like, as I started talking about it, I'm like, you know what? You know, like, you know, it, it brings my heart some ease. Like I said a minute ago, like maybe your dad, my dad, and their heroes are hanging mm-hmm. out right now. Totally. And maybe my dad finally got to reunite with my mom because my mom passed away when I was seven. And maybe that's fucking yeah. amazing. That that's they're something fu- we all like to think about. Maybe, like, like to have it in my head that my mom and my dad are looking down mm-hmm. on me now. You know, and I have my dad's ashes here, and I was going to say in the studio, but they're about mm-hmm. 10 feet from here. And, but, well, and reincarnation know. is another thing, too. It's like, you you know, you like, you know, that's one thing you like to think about, too, is like, oh, well, you know, I may die, but I'm going to be reincarnated come and come back as somebody else. Well, like, I, know, always, I always, like, kind of wonder that about myself. Well, you know, in Tibetan Buddhism, reincarnation works where you actually get to pick your parents. Really? You actually get to watch them. I'm going to say this. You get actually get to watch them having sex. <laughs> Oh no! This is this is I'm this is the legit thing. Okay. Okay. Like uh, <laughs> um, the way it's described is you're walking down a corridor and you see dozens of couples side by side that are making love, mm-hmm. and, and you decide which one you're going to. You decide which one you're going into that you're going to be. Uh, um, was conce- you're going to be concepted mm-hmm. at that exact moment. You get to in Buddhism, if you reach a certain level, you get to walk down an out, al- walk down a corridor, and be like, okay, these are going to be my parents, mm-hmm. and then that's your next cycle. Hmm. But you know, like, also, I, I, so there's like there's Hindu Buddhism, there's Pali Buddhism, there's Japanese Buddhism, there's Chinese Buddhism. It's all centers around the same thing, but it all it all also kind of delegates around like a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. That's where karma comes in. Like, say you live your life and you're just a shitty person, 
you're going to be destined in your next life to be born into poverty oh. or be born as something that's not even human. Like born mm. into, be, maybe, maybe you're so shitty in your next life you are born as a cow and that's all you know. Because you're not going to have any memories of your past life. And like, oh, fuck, I'm a cow. Okay. I've always thought I wouldn't mind being re- reincarnated as a dog. Dude, dog's life, son. Mm. They write songs. They are dogs. They, yeah, they live a pretty uh, pretty nice life. Yeah. It's funny with Marla hanging out behind me earlier. But yeah, like uh, my grandpa, he was all fire and brimstone. He was one of those ones that if you don't follow the word of God, you're going to be judged a fire uh, and a brimstone. Oh, and uh, you have to end every sentence with, uh, you go to, you must it's stand. I'm, I'm thinking of Sam Kinison right now. Yeah, like, you must stand before the Lord. Because, uh. <laughs> I mean, he was a fire and brimstone preacher. Well, he was a preacher before he was a stand-up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and if, any, if you guys are interested, we did an episode on that. Go back and check it out. Yeah, episode of Sam Kinison. Yeah. He was an interesting guy. Yeah. Ow, ow, ow. ow. <laughs> I remember he used to do that a lot on a lot of our podcasts. Yeah, I used, yeah that was one of my things. I used to do a lot. Ow, ow. <laughs> so where are we at? Where are we at? <laughs> you know, I was gonna. I actually got. I got a question in my head. I wanted to ask you. Like, so, do you? What do you think of a past life regression? See, okay, I've got a couple layers for this. Good question. Mm. So, as a as a Buddhist, I still have to identify as a Buddhist. Although, like I said, I do kind of believe. Over the last couple of years, I do kind of believe that it's lights out. I do kind of feel like it's just it's like a light switch. You're done. Mm. Like there is a there is scientific explanation that there is an energy to what's inside us there it's scientifically detectable that there is an electrical energy and energy cannot be destroyed that's mm. one that's one con that's one that's con- one thing that gets me yeah yeah that, that's one constant in um the universe is mm. energy can, energy can't be i forget there, it can't be destroyed Does, and it can't be something, isn't there something about the soul like when the or, and it like, weighs a certain amount yeah too. like the, like when somebody dies they lose a certain it's like it's like one thirteenth it's like one thirteenth of a pound or something yeah. like that and it's provable and then nobody will figure out like what 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 that is and it's provable yeah it's 100 percent provable it it happens mm-hmm. and and that's that's there's no debating that science that's a thing yeah so like yeah, but that's so scientists. I'm sure they'd be like, well, they're just they lose weight. It's because they shit themselves and they pee, and, yeah. you know, and they avoid the bodily know. fluids. Which Might be. which that is, I actually know. Growing up, I knew a coroner, and they account for that. Mm-hmm. They can't, you know, like because uh, I was, you know, me. Of I'm course, a, you grew up knowing a coroner. <laughs> you know, yes, you know, I'm a weirdo. You know, I'm a weirdo. Mm. You know, and like uh, I'm sitting here wearing a Jeffrey Dahmer shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just saying that. Anyway, but yeah. So there is changes in the body when you pass, but they are documented and explainable. Mm. But that weight loss is not explainable. Mm. So, you know, it does put me on this borderline. It's like, um, it's an amazing thing to think about that there's these golden gates and everything you could ever imagine, everything you could ever want. But that also speaks to the fact that it just tries to make you more comfortable with fucking dying. That's true. Like, this is what's on the other side. Everything that you ever wanted, this is mm-hmm. what's on the other side. If you're not good, you're not getting it. You're yeah. going to go to hell. You, can, you know, like in Dante's Inferno, with mm-hmm. they ba- it, which, like, the modern-day concept of hell mm-hmm. was written, guy named, written by a guy named Dante that was actually living by a body-burning site. Was like, he? Yes. Yes, I know this for a fact because I've actually looked into it. Well, the, it. Guy, the guy who wrote it, I don't think his name was Dante. Uh, I might be... I might be dude, look his name up. I'll look his name up. up. I use Dante just as a generic kind of identifying factor, mm-hmm. but he took his inspiration from sites where they would actually burn bodies, and that's where he came up with the concept of hell. So that's, 
I really do. It pains me to admit that the afterlife is I feel I feel a human construct. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it's. I think it's. No, a, the guy actually wasn't written by a guy named Dante. Well, yeah, it was it's, the character. Well, the name of the book is actually Inferno. Yeah, but it's yeah. known as Dante's Inferno. Yeah, and it, it speaks of the nine levels of hell and. It explains yeah. it explains the ninth level of hell. Guided is, by the ancient Roman poet Virgil. One Virgil, one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite. Uh, what do you call it? Ex- excerpts from that book is mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's level four, and it's for adulterers, adulterers, and they're, and they're constant that in that level of hell you're constantly swept along by wind because you were swept in life you were swept along by your passions. Well, I guess so, like Dante's Inferno was like a collection. It looks like of. Of uh, a few books, the main mm-hmm. one being uh, the Divine Comedy. Mm-hmm. It's an it's mm-hmm. considered an epic poem. Um, let's see, it's followed by. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad I thought to bring up Dante's Inferno. Pur- uh, Purgatorio. Which, yeah, I know exactly. And what Paradiso. Paradiso. I haven't heard that word in a long yeah, time. Yeah, I know. I don't think it's Firefly, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, Nerd. the imagery from that book, though, I, remember, I like mm. that imagery yeah. is amazing. Have, the, have the, you seen like the big paintings? Yeah, the, they're yeah. gorgeous. Well, but that's where we get our concept of hell from, honestly. Right, right. And like you think of you think of the concept of of hell for a minute. You know, it's everlasting torture, everlasting torture. Every pain you could think of. Imagine being thrown in a lake of fire, mm-hmm. uh, being what? being eaten by a demon every day. Over wasn't and over one of the lowest again. levels of hell actually ice though? That's what I was getting at before. The, the The ninth level of hell is actually ice, and the demon itself, I think, is the one that we think of that starts with a B. Beelzebub. Beelzebub. And it's actually halfway into the ground, mm-hmm. and the thing is, is it's void and cold because it's absence of God. Huh? It's there's it's so far removed from the presence of God that it's like ice cold, and it's like a it's like a wasteland tundra, and you have like literally have a torso of this demon in the middle of it. Like <laughs> that's literally what it would sound like. So uh, to kind of get back to like past life a little bit, like you ever felt like maybe you were mm-hmm. uh, yeah 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 what? yeah. Give me a look. Okay, so you've known me for years now, mm-hmm. and you know, and I, I've always been a lifelong martial artist. Well, up until about five years ago, because mm-hmm. I'm old and it's hard for me. But uh, my dad used to always tell me I've done this before. He would say that to me. He's like, "You've done this before," because I would go to classes and have a technique down in two hours, and it would take most students like two weeks, mm-hmm. and I'd be able to get in there and like, it was almost like muscle memory from past life. Okay, Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. Like um, I remember one of my first one of my first jujitsu classes, I had never choked anybody in my life. <laughs> you know, like that's just never never something that was in my. It was never something that I was gonna think of doing was choke somebody, but I got a rear naked choke in my first class after being showed how to do it. Given I was walked through it three or four times and it was explained to me, yeah. and like the I was able at I think it was like either fourteen I was I was in between fourteen or twelve. And I was able to apply that to somebody that had almost 30 pounds on me and they tapped. Hmm. But I do have to give a disclosure. We were set in the position and told to do it. Like there was no there was no maneuvering into the into the position. We were sat there and told to apply it. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is if you don't apply it properly, it's just garbage. You know, like like uh, I've in my past, like, you know, I've done backyard wrestling and like I've applied that same choke on people that it should work on and they stand up while I'm on their back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it's just something to me that feels really supernatural, like yeah. wing, like Wing Chun. I said it, Wing Chun and yoga stuff like that just feels natural to me. I feel like I've done it before. 
Nice. Yeah, I've always. Uh, my, I remember my dad. He he. I remember him telling Sorry, me. Sorry, I babbled. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> um, now I remember my dad told me once that he thought he was a. Uh, he he lived. He was in a. Yeah, I know. Right? Dog bark. Um, that he thought he uh, he was in World War Two. Nice. My dad said the same thing. Really? Yeah. My dad said. My dad said because uh, you think it's like deja vu and memories. Mm. He, my dad, 100% believed that he was a what's called a belly gunner. Really? Yeah, like underneath the plane. Mm-hmm. Like he, he, exp- he actually, I remember one time sitting down right before his stroke. We were sitting down and he actually had me draw out these scenes that he was explaining. And it's like literally a belly gunner and like pointing the gun, you know, like these two barrels and a big round yeah. and a big round cylinder, you know, big round whatever that can move around underneath this fucking gun. You know, he had it. And my dad, to the day he passed, loved airplane. Loved yeah. it. You know, so I feel I feel so it was so hard to say that so hard for me to not mm-hmm. say that I feel like his soul was there. His soul oh. did that. I can't see him being so fascinated with it. My dad well, I used to watch the well, back when it was really the history channel. Um, you know, when they used to actually like do like history shows. Other than ancient aliens. So yeah. don't get me wrong, um, I love ancient aliens. Yeah. Uh well, it's all fucking conspiracies, and you can make it fucking anything out of anything. But anyway. but you gotta have crazy hair first. Yeah, yeah. You gotta have crazy hair first. But so I remember we used to watch a lot of stuff on World War Two. Yeah, like the Nazis, yeah. everything. Like, My dad had he a used bunch to put of it on all the time, and he. But yeah, yeah, that's the one thing I remember is him telling me, like, oh yeah, I used to. Um, he was like, oh yeah, I think I, I think it was in World War Two at one point. My dad had a lot of really cool uh, Nazi um, memorabilia. Like yeah, well <laughs> that's not really cool. Well here, well I get it, I get it. But my here's the thing that you got to understand: my dad was an Irish biker. It's not illegal to have too. No, no, it's not. What he had, I think wh- it's a, it's illegal to sell it. Maybe what he had was I don't know. okay. Let me let me kind of quickly Sorry. tell this. Let me quickly. <laughs> so my dad joined a mo- motorcycle gang when he was about fifteen. Mm-hmm. He was an Irish guy and he was in Oklahoma. So the only option he had was like, because that's what he was all into motorcycles. Mm. So he joined a motorcycle gang, and they were called the the Rhodes. No, the Rogues. The, the Rogues. Rogues. And uh, their whole thing is, you know, it sucks. It sucks. But a lot of Irish people are racist. Mm-hmm. It sucks. But uh, they call they would collect these like old. Uh, have you ever heard of the Hitler Youth? Yeah. Like they would collect old knives, uh, the pendants that would go on the shoulders and stuff like that. And my dad had hundreds of hundreds of those pieces. Was your dad a white supremacist? No. Why was he collecting that shit, man? Because he was sixteen and trying to join a gang. Oh, okay. I, he, get, I get that. He was like sixteen. I understand. Yeah, he was sixteen and he was trying, trying to, to join. impress them. Yeah, like, and, okay. and and being an Irish person, and he doesn't really know. Well, I mean, he didn't that, grow up here. Yeah, he at that sense too, you don't really get an, get an idea of like what that. Well, stuff he didn't. Means. He, you know, he was born in Dublin in 1955. Shit. And, you know, so this was probably like. 71, 72, or however, you know, 1955 minus 16, whatever, do that math. But, you know, like, he was just trying to fit in. And then he met this guy named Keith Vandervoort. Who you got your name from, That's who I got named after, yeah. And and I've told this story before, but my dad used to be a badass. He was what was called an enforcer. Like, if Mm -hmm. if you owed the gang money, my pops is who they sent. Yeah. So yeah, but anyway, we are not talking about the topic anymore. <laughs> yeah, um, we're going? just talking about death at this. Yeah, point. I, I wonder with myself because I've always like my dad was in World War Two, and like I've always really enjoyed like you know like like watching that kind of stuff like yeah. the military stuff. Um, I was always more like Vietnam though. Like okay. I was always more interested in, in that. Like I, I got through like halfway through the Ken Burns Vietnam one. 
Oh, wow. That, dude, that one's a long fucking document. It's like, you know, it's like four hours. No, there's like fucking seven parts to it. And it's oh, like, so they're, what all, I've they're seen. like two hours a piece. So what I've seen is about four hours. Yeah, dude, his is... You ever watch a Ken Burns documentary yeah, start yeah. to finish? They're fucking long. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that makes me kind of... My brain goes this way. Yeah. Is like... Have you ever, Civil War too is something I've always been attracted to. So like, let's talk about deja. Let's talk about deja vu for a second. Oh, okay. You know, it's like I I get that a lot. I get that a lot, and you know, I was speaking about that pre- previously, and like doing martial arts and stuff like that. Mm. But I get that to where like I've been here before, I've done this before, and that actually when it hits me is it's like doing an activity. Ooh. I like how you put that because it's like almost like it's deja vu to, or it's, it's muscle memory that. Because it's like something we knew in a previous life. Exactly. We just don't even notice it. Well, I was thinking about it today. Because uh, well, on my way to work, I drive past a place called Skate Country. Yep. And uh, I remember being 16, going to Skate Country, mm-hmm. throwing on skates, and legit being like a speed skater. Like legit. Like I could zip around that thing doing that whole step. I used to do that too. You there. know, like stepping over. That's, your, a fun, that's a fun spot. You know what I'm talking about? Like stepping it's over amazing your feet. Well, it would be nice if that... Well, it's not open right now. It is. It is. Are they going to... Yeah, dude. Every time I drive by, there's fucking... It's full. It's only open on like the weekends, though, I think. It was full today. Well, it's Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that was always fun to go to. Dude, I used to love, I used to love going to the overnights. If anybody remembers what a skating rink is... Yeah. and so, There's actually still a skating rink here in town. Yeah. What I was getting at is like I had never been skating before in my life. Mm-hmm. And I was able to get out there and like zip around, do that whole like where you step over your own feet to turn the corner. On like skates or rollerblades? I used to do skates. I've never... I don't think I've ever really done skates. I've always done rollerblades. I can't do rollerblades. I, I legit can't do rollerblades. Oh. And okay, this is the long roundabout to what I'm getting at. Yeah. I f- honestly feel if past lives are a thing, mm-hmm. I I have this dream about once a month, and I think it's where my what's what's referred to as galeophobia, or G actually it's spelled G E O lophobia, so mm-hmm. galeophobia. It's fear of sharks. Yeah, I have I have this memory. I feel like it's a memory that I was a samurai in full armor and mm-hmm. fell off a boat, and because of the weight of my armor, I couldn't swim, mm-hmm. and I sank down. And I have this, I have this vivid, vivid dream or memory of a, you know, a school of sharks when they're. Imagine a school of sharks right above the surface of the ocean, where like there's light coming through yeah. and it like trickles oh, down. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, and I, I have this vivid memory of like being weighed down by my armor, and that's the last thing I saw. Hmm. And I've had that dream since I was like 15. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so. So I I, you I kind was, of started off by saying you don't believe in like reincarnation. See, that's what like it's hard. That. See, that's why it's hard. And now you're pretty much just like, yeah, I pretty much do believe in it because it's, that's why it's hard. I believe in like having a past. I've never had anything like that. That's why. That's why it's hard because it's so easy to go one direction or the other. This is this conversation more to turn or like what was the original question? Uh, what happens after you die? Yeah, what happens after you die to be like more like this is like oh well is reincarnation a thing? Like, well, it's actually what is the afterlife is more or less what we've turned into. Yeah. Yeah, this man. We do this. Well, we, we then, always do this. Then you got to forgive my ignorance, but uh, what is it? Hindi. But actually, I mean, no, this does this does apply because it's like what happens after we die. Mm-hmm. So it does. Oh well, and, and this this is a very ignorant statement because I don't know mm-hmm. what is it. Is it Muslim or Hindi or whatever where you get seventy six virgins? Or uh, well, that's this a, is ignorant. Certain well, in the in in some uh, Muslim belief structures it's like 50 you get like 40 yeah and like the big thing the big thing i gotta that say that was the whole thing with like the jihadists was like oh well yeah you get in their religion if they suicide bomb they get they get to go to heaven and well, like I, don't, I don't want to i don't want to bring something like that up but we're talking about what happens after the afterlife or in the afterlife or whatever and i'm just i just 
ignorance. I don't know. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what part of the world that that. If it's a real belief, well, what no, part that, of the that's world? like no. It's it's good you're you're bringing that up because it is part of the question. Yeah, like I don't know. <laughs> you know, like well, who does know? <laughs> I mean, you you do have those people who like. Well, do they you, die for a few minutes, and they like, oh, well, I saw myself floating above my, me, and then I saw a, a bright light. And you, did you bring up something that was an awesome thing that came to my mind the other day? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're questioning. It's funny that we actually did this, <laughs> but like you, you know, like I was questioning, like, okay, so when we die, whatever, blah blah blah. Yeah. And one thing that popped into my head is like, you know what? My dad fucking knows. Yeah. Now, it, now he does. Yeah. My dad knows too. Yeah, and it, that's kind of an interesting thought. Yeah. That's kind of an interesting thought is whether my pops went to the afterlife or just whatever, like my dad knows. Mm-hmm. Like now my dad, if I had a chance to talk to my dad, he'd be like, this is what happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's kind of crazy. Yeah, that goes into like ghosts and Ouija boards. Yeah, um, exactly. What do you, what's your thought on Ouija boards? Ah, I don't really believe in them. Uh, I go back and forth because there's, I, here's the thing is I won't have one in my house. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's... You know the activity I already have. I'm not, oh, I know. I'm not going to invite... You're your Mexican... Lady. Lady. <laughs> Mexican... Or was it... Uh, Lupita. Is it? Is her name Lupita? Yeah. Is it really? That's what I call her. Oh, that's, that's what that, call her. Well, that's what I feel. You know, that's what I feel. It's like... Like, I, I've been in... I've told you this story. I'm repeating the story on the podcast. Mm. But uh, the Nerdy Bone studio was 100% haunted. Yeah. There's an old... I haven't experienced it personally. You're but... lucky. Well, you know, she's not scary. Yeah, she's think... not scary. But Sucks she's she, stuck in such a small house. Well, she's... Dude, <laughs> look, my arm, my arm here standing up. Yeah. You know, like, I've been in the kitchen before, and, like, I was just... It was, like, fucking almost two in the morning. Like, say I woke up, take a drink of water, whatever. And, uh, like, and you know how small the studio is. Like, I went from the bedroom into the kitchen, and I was, like, pouring myself some water, and the cabinet was open right in front of my face. Wham! Just, just slam shut right mm-hmm. in front, hand over hand over my heart, dude. Yeah. Hand to God, and I just standing there like holy fuck, and then like all like all my hair stood on end, and I felt like I had to like make my peace with what was ever there. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it, 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 like I was like standing in my kitchen and like everything slammed, and I just started talking. I was like, hey, okay, okay, okay. I live here. You don't. And like yeah. I legit like. <laughs> Like everything other than everything short of like by the by the name of Jesus Christ, this is my house. <laughs> like everything short of that, the power of Christ compels you. Yeah, and it, it's <laughs> it was creepy. And I uh, for about a month to two months after that, I slept with the lights on. Shit, man, it was scary. So, so I mean, we're pretty much going into ghosts now. I mean, mm. um, oof. I mean, oh, well, this is one way. Like, uh, so so she sent me a text message about this, and and part of it was a. Uh, do ghosts know the secrets of what happens after death? See, that depends. Does everyone become a ghost? That depends, because there's a lot of theories. Of, there's a lot of thought on that. Like, um, there's a lot of... It depends on what kind of theology you go with. Mm. But, like, there's a lot of people... They're all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot, of, there are a lot of philosophies that believe, okay, let's think about, like, your classic haunting. Mm. That is, like, either what's called... I forget the term... It's basically like a photograph. Mm. You get what I'm saying? It's just mm-hmm. like uh, you don't really have a haunting. You just have I forget what it's called. It's like spectral. And it, it's like it's like a reenactment of what happened. Oh, it, it's they basically I know what you're talking about. It's too. basically just a photograph. It's just uh, energy. It's re- like when you hear about like a, there's a ghost in the house and all they do is they repeat the same action night after they walk, night. They walk down a hallway it's or like, yeah, you know, like. 
There's a lot it's of a loop. Yeah, yeah. I forget what the term is, mm. but so you got that, and then you got like um, pe- uh, people that are trapped because of like unfinished businesses, mm-hmm. which is kind of like your classic. And then like then you get your poltergeist, you get your so like when you get into ghosts, it's kind of a slippery slope because uh, that's a being from the other side on our side. So that means that anything else could be here too, you know, like a demon, mm-hmm. a specter. There's so many different words for that. Like uh, you've heard the word specter before, right? Oh, of course. A specter is like a, like the best way to explain a specter is like an image caught on a camera. Mm. That's the best way to explain a specter. It, I, I remember like back in the day, I used to watch those ghost hunter shows. Dude. I did too for a long time. Yeah, what was the one on Sci-Fi that was big for a long time? Ghost Hunters. Was it Ghost Hunters? Yeah. Okay, yeah, Ghost Hunters. I was like, oh, I used to watch a Ghost Hunter show. I was like, yeah, it was Ghost, it was yeah. called Ghost Hunters. Mm-hmm. Those two guys, they were. I think they were actually plumbers by day. Yeah, yeah. I, f- I forget the name of their business or whatever. Yeah, Taps. 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 Yeah. That's right. Taps. <laughs> and they just come in like when something serious is going on. And there was another show with this. I forget the guy's name, but he had like spiky hair. Yeah, or, it, was it, was like, it was like a like, Travel Channel. Yeah, it was like Ghost Encounter. Yeah, I think it was Ghost. Or, it's like any watching, you're like, come on, man. Like, I know you're just doing like, this for the money. It's like, come on. Like, you don't believe on. any of this shit. And it's like, it, well, one thing I hate about those ghost shows is that they take the smallest, absolute smallest thing and they blow it like, way out of proportion. What, what's your thought on EVP? EVP? So, uh, uh, electro voice phenomenon. Phenomenon. I've, I've heard stuff like that. Like, I guess they actually make like a box. Voice, it's called a spirit box. A spirit box, yeah. Um, I think you're kind of hearing what you want to hear out of those. It's like implied. There are some times when it's like pretty freaky, well, especially think, when you're in like a room, like well, where nothing's going on. Well, like, think think about when you hear a noise and you can't tell, you, you don't really hear anything mm-hmm. out of it, and then somebody else is like, "Oh, it sounds like it's saying, saying hi," and then all of a sudden, yeah. you, all of a sudden you hear "hi." It's like suggestion. It's, it's interesting. Um, I, I'm not gonna say I. I don't believe any of it, but I'm See, not gonna say so I believe any of it. See, I'm on the fence. I, I I'm kind of like, well, like I, I remember I used to always tell you in the, this in the past and all the time, especially when you do cryptids. Like I want to believe, <laughs> but I'm yeah. a skeptic. Yeah, yeah. I'm a total skeptic. So like, you know what? You show me some proof, I'll totally believe you. It's like Bigfoot. It's like, well, dude, you know me. You know, it's been a while since we brought a Bigfoot on the podcast. Yeah, I tried not to anymore because I was so consistent about it. Oh. Like the big thing. Okay, so I'm gonna go into Bigfoot tangent hmm. because uh, I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> so there's a lot of people that believe that Bigfoot is a uh, multi-dimensional, and there's a lot of people that believe spirits are multi-dimensional, mm-hmm. and they, there's like a lot of tie-ins to um, um, when you when you have Bigfoot activity, you have orbs acti- orb activity. Yeah, activity you know, orbs. That, that, that happens a lot. Take it for what it, for, take it for what you think. You know, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. like. I'm one of those people that I want Bigfoot to be real. Yeah. But here's the thing is like I've done shows on Bigfoot. I one of our most popular ever downloaded shows is Bigfoot with uh Cayman. Cayman. Yeah. Which I would love it if you got Cayman back. I've on. been trying so hard. I've been trying oh, so hard. He's he, so good. Yeah. His photography is amazing. Yeah, he's so awesome when we talk about Bigfoot too, because oh. he just loves the character. He, yeah. he the character. The character. He lo- oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. See that's a Freudian slip. Uh, you know, like So you don't believe. Well here's the here, here's the thing. I'll be 100% honest. Mm-hmm. Like, I love the idea of it. I believe, you know, from the story, you know, like I listen to a lot of podcasts, people talking about encounters and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I believe people are seeing something, but I've never seen a photo to where I'm like, okay, that's legit. Have I finally turned you to my side of where I want to believe? Probably. Damn, yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
but it's taken so long, but, but I finally got you there. But, but you know, but but you know, I'm always going to be a Bigfoot oh, guy. Of course. The thing is, is like I've never seen something that is like 100. Yeah. Like I'm like, okay, that's a picture of a Sasquatch. Yeah. I've never not once. No, we've always both loved cryptids. Yeah, and like the thing is, is what got me so interested is just the stories. You know, like people talking. You know, hundreds and hundreds of years of you know people talking about this kind of thing. So I believe that people are seeing something. Mm-hmm. Either we're all crazy, or we're all liars. Or think about it like with all the Bigfoot encounters. Even if one percent is telling the truth from what they saw, that's all. That's significant. True. You know, like uh, here's one phrase. Like when I talk to my buddies and stuff, they've put people in jail for less evidence. Mm-hmm than Bigfoot. Hmm. Like they've actually put people in jail for murder mm-hmm. for less evidence than the existence of Bigfoot. That's crazy to think about. Think about Pretty that. Pretty fucked up too. But it's true. Ugh. But it's true. And there's like, multiple TV shows about that too. <laughs> yeah. There, there's people that literally are serving life sentences for less evidence than a mm-hmm. than a credible photo, a dermal ridge print, a hair sample, a fecal sample, which is people don't unless you're like into it, that shit exists. There's a uh, I forget the lady's name. She has a hair sample from a nail. This quote-unquote, just real story, real quick, the story is uh, this, this guy had a cabin in the Appalachians. Mm-hmm. He'd only be there during a certain time of year, and it was always getting broken into. So he uh, he, he thought it was bears. So he put down a, a wooden, uh, like a two-by-four with nails sticking out of it yeah. in, in front of the front door. And they came, when he came back the next season, everything was all trashed up. And there was blood everywhere and fucking hairs all over these nails. Mm. And they actually got this. This is true. The the uh, DNA was uh, sequenced. Mm-hmm. They trace it back to a, f- a female human, but no discernible male. Okay. Yeah. So they can't figure out what the male of that, the male of whatever that chromosome is. They know that one part of it's female, mm-hmm. but they don't know. Oh, they know. Oh, okay. So this, let me put it more specifically. <laughs> I'm just really, really excited. I know. So uh, one half the DNA was human female, mm-hmm. and the other half was undetermined. Okay. So take, wow, this is way off topic. Take from that what you will. Way but, off topic. Hey, but you brought up <laughs> you brought up Bigfoot. I did bring up Bigfoot. So what else are we talking God about? Damn it! Your, your fault. <laughs> what was the what was the question again? <laughs> Where were we at? Uh, <laughs> what, we what happens when we die? What happens after we die? Uh, I don't. I hope. I, would, I hope that we don't blink out. I hope. Yeah. I mean, you know what? What do we go with? Like, what do we hope happens? I hope there's. Okay, so being raised Baptist, Christian, whatever. I hope that when I pass, I get to see my dad again. Mm. I get to see my mom again. I get to uh, hang out with. So we feel we are good enough people to pass the the heaven test i'm not a bad guy i've got bad thoughts but i'm not a bad guy <laughs> yeah, that's true like I, I think a lot of crazy things but i don't act them out yeah <laughs> well and part of that well the re i mean honestly the reason we don't act, act them out is because of religion and going to hell or mm-hmm. heaven yes sir Ooh, yes, i got sir. a full circle right yes, now yes, man sir. yes sir because if you didn't have if you didn't have the fear of like even it's ingrained in humans so quickly and so early it doesn't matter what denomination you are it doesn't matter like well, you, even I'm thinking. Well, actually, sorry to interrupt, but no, but I was just thinking of like Norse gods or something like that. Yeah. Or even Valhalla, like, you thinking about Valhalla? It's like, oh well, if you know, you need to be deemed worthy 
you know, well, like to go to Valhalla, you had to, to die to, in battle. Exactly. You know, stuff like that. You need to be worthy to, to sit with the gods or, mm. uh, you know, uh, oh God, what was it like Greek stuff, you know, with mythology? I mean, mm, writing, I don't the, know writing, the bo- writing the, I can't even think of that one. Like, uh, well, Nah, I'm not going to try. Well, where you, <laughs> where you got me thinking, it was like, this could be a whole other show, but what is sin? Mm. You know, it's like, so what do you what do you deem as sinful? You know, like, yeah. uh, I won't go into the past, but... Well, I was thinking of Stovacore, too, with uh, Klingons. Yeah, well, what I was getting at was one of my past relationships was a different religion, and then really kind of determined why things didn't work out, really in the baseline of stuff. Yeah. Making me go to church. I'm surprised it didn't catch on well, fire. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> well, you know, how do you let me let me ask you this. So if there is a heaven, how do you think you get in? Just being a good person. That's exactly my thought. Hey, just be like, a good just person. Like just don't be a dick. Yeah. Live help, a decent life. Help your fellow man. You know? Like one one of my favorite just things. Just live the best you can. One of my favorite be a decent person. One of my favorite things to do lately, I've done it probably about six times in the last month. Is that I live in an area where there's a lot of homeless people, and they oh. hit me. They they hit me up for booze and money, whatever. But what I'll do is instead of giving them booze or money, mm-hmm. I'll go up to Burger King and get them some food. Yeah. And I won't tell them about it, mm-hmm. and then I'll walk up and be like, "Here's this for you." And there's been several times where we're like, "Oh my God, thank you so much!" And yeah. I could tell I made a difference. Mm-hmm. So that's being a good person. I'm bad because I just I see those people. And I'm just like. Well, it's so easy to look away. I do. It was so. I, it's there's just so many. Well, you look away because you have the preconception of they're going to ask you for money. Yeah. Well, I mean, usually it's it's on a it's like in the median of a of a street. That's different. That's different. Yeah. Well, that's usually only where I run into people. Or like I that. I literally in the area that I live, I walk right past them, and yeah. I still look at them as humans. I realize that their life path has got them where they're at. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they ask me for money, I won't give it to them. If they ask me for booze, I won't buy it for them. But I'm more than happy to buy them a meal. Yeah. And like uh, about two weeks ago, I went up and got myself a burger and stuff like that. And there was this guy that I've seen a couple times. And I bought him, a, like, I, for me, I eat real, I don't eat a lot. Yeah. But I, I bought him, like, a full-on meal. And then I went back earlier to see how he was doing because of how close he was to the house. Mm-hmm. And he'd only made it, like, halfway through what I bought him. And I could tell it was because he wasn't eating a lot. Mm-hmm. And there was just a lot of food. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like this big greasy burger and French fries and a big soda. Yeah. And I went back up there like 20 minutes later with a blanket that I found. And I, I walked up there and he was like still working through it. And I could tell he was kind of sick to his stomach and trying to get it down. But maybe he'd been doing a lot of drinking or whatever, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. But it's he was trying to eat and you could tell that he wasn't used to that much food and how greasy it was. And, yeah. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> that makes me feel like a good person. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever done anything that genuinely made you feel like a bad person? I'm sure I have. I know I have. I know I have. I, I don't. I don't like to lie. I don't like lying either. I no. don't. I like. I you know. I got. I got the tattoo running down my arm mm-hmm. from V for Vendetta. It's like by the tobacco of truth, I would live in conquer the universe, mm-hmm. which was a line from Faust about being the devil. Because mm-hmm. I I just don't. And then like, it's weird because like a lot of people won't really believe you on that. It's mm-hmm. like, oh wait, you don't lie to anybody. It's like. Pfft. I mean, there are times where I will kind of bullshit people. <laughs> if it's like somebody I don't really know, like if it's like a customer I'm dealing with, mm-hmm. it's, and I just like kind of want to be like, well, not to like sell them on shit that they don't need. Like, I'll, I'll give you an example. So I had this guy yesterday I was dealing with. His his plumbing was just fucked. <laughs> 
and he was like saying like, oh, well, this person from your company came and they, they, told, they told me I needed this and this and this and this and this. And I just like show up and I'm like, okay, yeah, you do need this and you do need this. But I'm like, you don't need this. You don't need this. If this isn't bothering you, you don't need this. If this isn't bothering you, you don't need this. He's like, he's just like, oh my God, like, I can't believe you're like telling me all this. It's like, <laughs> like you've just like taken a load off my mind. I'm yeah. like, thank you for like saying I don't need to be doing these things. <laughs> I'm like, no, you'll be fine. It's like, I'm not going to bullshit you to try to get money out of you. Like, that's not my thing. Like, I'm not, and like, I'm going to be honest with people about stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not going to try to sell somebody something they don't need. Yeah. A lot of guys will, especially in my field, just to make the fucking commission off shit. I'm not going to do that. Cause I'm like, if you don't need it, I'm not going to try to sell it to you. That's just, that's just the way I am. And that's the way I stay as a good person. It's like, I remember somebody saying something to me. It's like, oh, you're like a plumber with a conscience like fucking like yeah, plumber. it's like oh that's kind of a rare thing and i always worry about when i go to like uh start calling you mario it's like when i go to like com- do it like because i'm i'm hourly so i'm like that's my justification of being able to like kind of get away with like mm. oh i can get away with like not doing this but don't ever so like, but then i'm like oh when i go to like commission i'm like fuck because then it's like i don't get paid unless i like make them buy stuff well not necessarily but even then i still wouldn't try to sell some somebody i don't or sell somebody something they don't need yeah I suggest stuff definitely, but I'm not gonna sell something. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to screw somebody out of out of money. Yeah. I'm just not gonna do it. It's it's just not me. I'm the same way. I feel shitty if I do something like that, yeah. and I don't want to feel that way. <laughs> I, well, it's the same thing I had with the the window scenario that I had recently, like that. I mean, I got two hundred dollars chopped off, but I didn't feel too bad. And then they call you back, but I didn't answer the phone. And that they didn't leave me, a message. Nope. Ooh. Well, I guess it wasn't that important then. They're, they might have just been calling like, oh, how was your service? Yeah. They could have been. But, you know, I, I I try to pride myself on being a fairly honest person. And I've lied to girlfriends. I'll say that right now. I, but I'm also not a good person mm-hmm. sometimes. But Yeah, I don't I don't like to do that. Well, I've always told all women I'm interested in. I'm like, you know what? Look, if you ask it. me, if you ask me. A question? I'm gonna give you an honest answer, no matter what. Well, when um, I when I say that I've lied to girlfriends, it was in the past where I wanted my own time, mm-hmm. and I said I was busy. That's you know, I yeah. it was it was a period in time to where I would have preferred to just hang out with my Rottweiler and watch TV. Mm. And the person I was with, that answer would have made them angry. So I was like, oh, I'm busy. I'm, <laughs> you know, it was just easier to say like I'm doing this. You know, yeah, yeah. but that's never that's not good either. That's not good either. So, but where are we at? What, Fuck, ha- man. what, what happens what when we die? What have we not talked about? <laughs> what, what what happens when we die? What happens when we die? Uh, I no- hope I hope we don't blink out. I, I hope, hope we, we got somewhere to go. We got hopes. Yeah, yeah. That's actually a great one. But like, yeah. I hope we don't blink out. But who the fuck knows? Yeah. Here's the thing: is if you do blink out, what opinion do you have then? And you know what? Uh, maybe I'm going to hell. Maybe I'm going to heaven. Maybe I'm not going anywhere. Maybe I'm just gonna be floating around in fucking space. You know, I was gonna make a Scientology, or I get reincarnated into fucking into a dog, or a fucking earthworm, or a cow. I mean, who's to say? I was gonna make a Scientology joke, but it would be tasteless. (laughs) That's like making, uh, but it's like I was gonna make a cannibal joke, but it would be tasteless. But yeah, I knew you were trying to make like a Dahmer joke. I I figured as much. (laughs) Anyway, where's Dahmer? Where is? Oh, dude, here's the thing. Okay, oh, oh, yeah. So he was not a bad person. He was mentally ill. Okay. He was not making those choices on Ooh. his own. There, there is a chemical imbalance mm. to where no matter how much counseling you have, like in prison, he actually became uh, what do you call it? A, a, um, 
a reborn reborn Christian or something. Yeah. When you like get the faith as an old mm-hmm. person or whatever. And he he legit born like, again. Born again. Born again. And he legit like owned up to everything and he said I des-, he kept he would constantly say, I deserve to go to hell. I deserve well, to go to hell. Well they say if you just ask for forgiveness, you'll be forgiven. That's the thing. Sins. That's the thing is you could be a pedophile, you could be a So Dahmer could be in heaven right now. <laughs> he, if you follow the Christian faith, he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, if you follow the Christian faith, he is because he asked forgiveness. He was forgiven by a priest. Pretty crazy, right? Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like he, okay. So Ed Gein was the last person in American, or not, other than the Twinkie defense, was the last person to actually get off on the insanity defense, hmm. and that was forty one, forty two. Shit. Maybe because there's there's a lot of a lot of stipulations to the insanity. Like, Ed Gein did not know what he was doing. He just mm-hmm. did not. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey did. He had times to where he was lucid, but here's the other thing is he was an alcoholic, which is the disease. Mm-hmm. So where do you fall on that? Well, like, was is he truly at fault? Yes, he deserved to be incarcerated. Mm-hmm. Yes, he deserved to be held down and monitored what he was doing. But did he really mm-hmm. deserve to be condemned to hell? Because... Here's the thing. He Yeah, cuz he killed a bunch of people. But he didn't know what he was doing. He did know what he was doing, but he didn't know what was wrong. Yeah. It's, here's here's the thing is wiring in the brain, chemicals and wiring in the brain. Like you could be you could be let, let me make this really the I don't realize I'm off on a tangent, but yeah. but uh let me make this like analogy. Okay, let's say you're from this random wherever tribe. Wherever, I don't mm. care in the mm. world wherever. Like say untouched by untouched by modern society and that society it is okay to kill because it because it's just not deemed bad Mm. so say they grow up in that and then somehow this is all just a thought the thought experiment Mm. so they grow up in that and then they find themselves in like modern day culture and they kill somebody and they don't understand it was bad that's true so why because there are cultures too like they eat their dead mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah like there's a lot of tribes in like Papua New Guinea and stuff like that yeah. that are cannibals and headhunters so who's to say that they are bad that's what mm-hmm. they that's what they were raised in like that's their culture who are we to say that that's evil like that's you know and I'm not trying to say Jeffrey Dahmer was an evil but well, like, who's to say they believe in heaven and hell either yeah I, I, I when I say when I think of evil we've talked about this before it's Richard Ramirez but like Dahmer, the entire time was regretting what he was doing the entire time, and he yeah. just couldn't stop. He just couldn't stop, and he was mentally ill. So, it, would would you say he would deserve the death penalty? I don't think so. He I, he also got murdered in prison, but whatever. True. But like he repented. He completely was forthcoming with everything that he did. Mm-hmm. And when he was interviewed, he was like, I couldn't help myself, and this is why I did everything. It's not like he was a Ted Bundy that was, uh, oh, my God, I got to stop. I got to stop. I got to stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got you on a serial killer tan. I got to stop. I got to stop. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We had a good conversation. I did not mean. I did not mean to end we, the show I mean, with a serial killer. Come on, we always go off on a lot, of, a lot of tangents. I did not mean to end the show with a serial I mean, killer rant. So, so I mean, this has been. Uh, what is it? I say question. Thirty. Thirty-four. 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 And the question has been, what happens after we die? I think the answer is fuck. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Fuck. We don't know. <laughs> fuck. We don't know. Yeah, because I mean, who really? Who really has got an answer? And if you know the answer, we've got hopes. If you know the answer, you're a fucking liar. 
Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> if you know the answer, you're or a you, uh, you're not of uh, this world. That, or you're mentally ill. Yes. <laughs> so I, I, I realize, guys. I realize that I went way off. The, at least I caught myself. That's the fun part about at, our at shows. Le- at man. least, I, at least I caught myself. We always myself. go on tangents. At least I caught myself. <laughs> it was a fun one. I was literally in the middle of fucking taking a bong rip. I'm like, gotta stop. Uh, <laughs> we got the sirens going off in the background right now. So it's like they're telling us, like, you need to fuck. It's stop. not for me. It's not for me. <laughs> so all right, yeah. This has been uh, question 34. What happens after we die? We and don't fucking know. We don't fucking know. <laughs> And uh, we hope you enjoyed the show if you made it this far. (laughs) In the end, I just want to say keep thinking.